You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hey, Kent, what do you think is better? To import a specific functionality from a library and install it new, or to write it yourself? I often hear the argument about the bundle size, but I think since uh, the tree shake is doing is being made in the build of the application, the amount of code that the client is getting is more or less the same as when you write the code yourself. And apart from it, I will trust trust more the code from a well-known library that when I write it, since it is tested by many more users and developers than when I write it myself. What do you think about it? And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey, Christian, thank you for the question. So yeah, the answer to your question is going to be, it depends. So sorry about that in advance, but you really, it, it depends on the situation. So um, one example where I would probably write it myself is um, if you've got uh, actually, I did this just yesterday. I had uh, I, uh, an array of numbers and I wanted to um, reduce them down to their average. And uh, for a second, I thought that there was a math.average, but apparently there's not. So um, I just uh, wrote my own, uh, well, to be honest, I actually copied a, a solution from the internet and probably should have just used GitHub Copilot for it. <laughs> but in any case, um, I uh, at the end of it, I had my own code for that function. Um, I and I rather than I'm sure there are like 30 different modules on NPM that I could have installed for uh, that, as well as like all sorts of other math functions that could be useful. Um, but there is an overhead with adding a library um, where now you have to either dive into the source code somehow, uh, get into the uh, the module itself, or um, read the documentation or both, um, especially if things are really complex or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, there there is definitely overhead for that. And so the um, your usage of the library should justify that overhead. Um, but I would definitely say that there are a lot of situations where the usage is justified uh, or the usage does justify the overhead. Um, so for example, uh, a UI library like React, I certainly wouldn't want to build my own version of that. Um, I don't think that I, uh, it, it's not <clears throat> my, um, the value proposition that I offer um, uh, with my skills, like that already exists, so I'll use that and then get to the stuff that's unique about what I'm trying to build. Um, I wouldn't build Remix by myself. Um, I would just use Remix. Uh, so there are, uh, like the it depends answer comes down to, it depends on um, how um, how much utility you get out of uh, this uh, library, um, this functionality. So uh, another thing to keep in mind, uh, in particular with UI, is um, it can be very difficult to build accessible uh, experiences for certain types of components. So thinking about a combo box or a date picker or um, modals, things like that. Um, some of these things, maybe it's not super complicated, like mo modals probably okay, but um, but for some others, um, I think there's a sufficient um, amount of complexity around getting that right. You've got to test it with screen readers and all of that stuff uh, that you are probably better off just using something um, that somebody else has built. 
Now, the, the problem is that as you bring in these um, libraries, they may be um, covering use cases that you don't need covered for, um, for your particular use case. Um, and so, yes, you are bringing in more library uh, code than you necessarily need. And so there are a couple options here. You could uh, find one that doesn't include all that stuff. Uh, you could just not care. Um, I suppose that's another option. Um, or you could vendor that. Um, or actually, uh, another thing, before vendoring it, you, you could uh, contribute back to it so that um, it can split up the um, different pieces of functionality a little bit better so you can just use the piece that you need. Um, or you could vendor it and just stick it in your own uh, code base. So what that means is you take their source code and you copy paste it uh, with proper attribution. If it's MIT, you're going to need the license and everything. Um, if you modify it significantly enough, then I don't think that you do have to include an MIT license uh, note there. But um, yeah, you probably should if uh, if you don't modify it a lot. Um, but in <clears throat> in any case, um, you just put it in your own project and then you make any modif modifications that you want. Um, and uh, now it is your code, um, and you just kind of got a head start. The drawback there, of course, is if there are bug fixes and stuff, they're your responsibility to keep that up to date and stuff. So um, those are some thoughts. I hope that that uh, answers your question. In, in particular, for me, you, you can watch the uh, things that I decide to use for abstraction and whatnot uh, based on um, what I do in Epic Web. So you can uh, watch the live streams. And, and when I um, finally produce Epic Web uh, as a course, we're definitely going to be using libraries and things. Um, and yeah, I, I um, am happy to answer any questions you have about um, why I decided to go with a library, uh, any, uh, like a specific library, over just writing it myself. Um, but I, I do definitely feel like there uh, we use libraries maybe a little bit too much, um, or some of us do. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I think writing it ourselves or, or vendoring it and just uh, modifying um, is a practice that um, more people should uh, explore, at least. Hope that helps. Have a nice day. This has been the Call Kent Podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.